Welcome to Best in Class, the podcast where we talk about the best versions of the best cars. Thank you for joining me, Steve, and my good friend Adam. Happy New Year. Apps as we argue <laughs> over when our favorite cars were at the top of their game. Happy 22, Adam. Yeah. You made it. We're officially in season three season of Best in Class. Of best it's in a class. brand new year. I don't know which one I'm more excited for. Uh, it's probably a tie. Yeah, I'd say it's it a tie. Is, yeah. Probably is. yeah. Um, did you have big New Year's plans? Um, like you, I sat in an o- on an ottoman eating toaster pizza rolls. Yeah. yeah. And watching Golden Girls. Yeah. Oh, too, oh. <laughs> too soon. I knew, I knew you were going to do that. I knew, I knew you were going to say something about my hero. <laughs> um, no, any New Year's automotive related resolutions? This is from a fan that wanted to know. <laughs> um, I am getting my racing license this year so that I can partake in sanctioned racing events rather than unsanctioned canyon carving. So if you're looking to waste a little bit of money, yeah, and you no wanna, joke, and you want to sponsor someone, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goodbye, my yeah. motorcycle fund. Yeah. Yes, it's so expensive. So, uh, what car will you be racing? That is yet to be determined. Oh, we're okay, looking not, not we're the looking BMW. For, oh. uh, we're looking for a cheap, you know, uh, Miata or E36 BMW. Okay, to just that I won't mind putting into a wall while I get good. And I will get good. Whoa. And then graduate to something better. Is it a team or is it just solo? There, there are three of us getting our licenses this year. One of us who has to renew their license. Um, but, yeah, it's a team. We want to do a 24-hour race. What's the name of the team, the race team? We don't know yet. What? <laughs> it's only January what? 2nd. <laughs> I just figured it would be Adam something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but we've all, we've all committed to getting the racing license this year. So okay. it's going to be fun. Okay. Do you have a regular you, license? You can come trackside and, and commentary uh, and announce. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That'll be exciting. It'll be fun. Yeah. 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 Um, I want to see you at, at about hour 19 when you're sleep deprived and just grumpier than normal. No, I'll, I'll be ready though. I'll be okay. sharp. I'll be sharp. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way you're going to last it now. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. You're going to be out on, oh no, Adam out on the first lap, folks. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I won't start the race. I got a heavy foot. Yeah. All right, what are we talking about today? We are talking about, some might say, the Italian Mini, mm-hmm. uh, the tiny car that outlasted the Volkswagen Beetle. Yes, sir. For the most part, sort of. Uh, the true Dolce Vita um, Fiat 500. Yeah. Which I'm an owner of. Yes. So uh, that's important to note. So I've had, had full some disclosure. Full disclosure, and uh, you have a 2018, 2017, 2017 Fiat 500 Abarth. Yes, uh, in black license plate. If <laughs> what? And yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, wait a second, this is getting real. It's getting very detailed. I just want yeah. people to find your car. It and has all it. the Scorpion logos on it yeah. and the stickers. That's all you need to worry about. I love the Scorpion yeah. logo of the Abarth. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, and so. it's very not Italian. What are you talking about? I just don't. It's small. It's noisy. No, the car itself. I mean the oh. Abarth logo. Oh yeah, yeah, it's all yeah, angular yeah, yeah. and yeah. I don't know. But it's a uh, it yeah. I don't know. It's Scorpion. Unlike we'll, your we'll, Ferrari, I actually like your Fiat Five Hundred. You love the Ferrari. That is a good car like from a distance. Oh, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I like all your right. Ferrari from a distance uh-huh. of a continent away. Oh, stop it! <laughs> it did very well today. I drove it today. It did very well. I'm very oh, proud did of it get you all the way to the store? <sighs> wow, it. that's impressive. Um, how's the BMW running? It's running. Okay, yeah. don't uh-huh. Uh-huh. don't put yeah. shade on yeah. me. Yeah, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, let's do a little uh, history real quick. Please tell I me got about some generations the Fiat 500 because we skipped over this a couple times, and people are like, "I want to know what the generations of the car are." 
Uh, Our fan is angry. Yes. Okay. Yes. Both of them. Okay. All of all of um, Slovenia. Yeah. Uh, came out in 1960. Did right. it though? No, but we'll get to it later. Did it you're, you're gonna you're gonna bring that up. Okay. But the the car that became the Fiat that would become known as the Fiat. This whole journey started in 1960. Uh, first generation was 10 years, um, and it was called the 500D. And this was a, one of the last to feature the suicide doors. Yep. Which is pretty interesting. Why uh, are they called? Like, they're called suicide doors because they're, quote, unquote, more dangerous than front swinging doors. What may, I don't see what's more dangerous about that. Uh, so the idea was, and again, this is from my internet research, okay. so it must be real. <laughs> um, during a gun battle. What? You would you would stop, like Dillinger style. Sure. And style, open open the door. Yeah. Of course, if you have suicide doors, you're going to get killed. Hence, suicide doors. Whatever. That's where it comes. That's Whatever. where it comes from. Whatever. That man. look it up. That's where it comes from. <laughs> okay. In true Italian mob style, they're called suicide doors. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Could just be that they were so flimsy that if you got hit in the door, you died. <laughs> so, uh, 1965 to 1972 was Generation Two, 500F. Um, that's when the uh, rear hinge suicide doors for safety. Went out of trend. Uh, next, uh, 1968 to 1972 uh, is when they brought out the Lusso or the Luxury. The L does not start stand for larger. No. It is for Lusso, for luxury. Um, I don't know if that's true today, but in theory it is. It's not, nope. No. Now it's just large. Then. So um, it became safer, a little more luxurious. That's 1972 that ended. 1972 to 75. Um Added more style. Basically, for three years, I just kind of focused on style. That was your Fiat 500R Renovata, as they called it. Definitely Italian. Uh, Let's yes. just do style. Yes. Um, and then uh, stopped for a little while, right? And then came back. Well, uh, If by I mean, a little while, you mean decades? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Took a little bit of a break. A little bit of a break. The Fiat 500 died. 1975 to 2007. Took a little bit of a sleepy sleep. Good old 2007. Yes. And then it came back. Yep. Um, did very well. Uh, they the, brought back the Abarth, all that kind of stuff. 2016. Oh, wait. Sorry. Uh, you had the 500C as well. Yep. Um, no Cabrio. And, Cabrio and of course the Abarth, um, all the all the ones you knew, including the 500E, which is the one famous for Sergio saying, "Please don't buy this. Please don't buy this because we're not making any money off of it." Yes. Uh, but it proved to be very popular, and if you can still find one, uh, yeah, they sold the hell out of they that car. sold the hell out of that car because basically it was free. They needed the credits. Yeah, the yeah. Fiat. So they lost money. Yeah, on every one, and you couldn't get them in Europe. No. People ended up buying them all here and shipping them over to Europe. Yeah. So They're so good. Mm -hmm. I really like them. But, yes. yeah, they they were hard to find. They sold like crazy. As soon as you know they came up, people pounced on them, especially here in California, especially here in Southern California. There's a lot of them. Um, and, yeah, they didn't advertise them. They didn't want anyone to no. know about nope. it. No. Nope. But they sold, man. They're cool little cars. I think they're they're waiting to have their powertrain stolen for, like, more interesting, you know, vintage cars. They consider that 10 generations, even okay. though a lot of the cars looked very similar. Yeah. Um, and so you have had electric, gasoline, um, diesel. They've made hatchbacks. And now there's even the, yeah, the 500L nowadays just means SUV. Bigger. Yeah. 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 I think there's a little bit of luxury there, but not 
Yeah. Not in the way. But that... technically still a Fiat 500. Yes. Technically. Yes. Um, but we've got some more uh, info I yeah. want to share with quickly with uh, Fiat that I didn't know about. Fiat uh, owned by the same family for the whole of its history. Yeah. Very family operated. That's as pretty good. I think like only BMW can say that. Are they still family owned? I know they they're private. Have, I don't know they're family owned. There's the there's the family that controls it. Mm. Um, although they might have just sold out recently, but yeah. Anyway, uh, and along that way, they have picked up small brands that we love, like Alfa, Ferrari, Lancia, Maserati. Mm-hmm. So Fiat is actually, you know, essentially a Ferrari sort of. Nope. It's, the essentially a Ferrari is a Fiat. Ferrari, in definitely. No, that's not how you look definitely. at it. Definitely, that's not how you look at it. That's not how you look at <laughs> it. Have you? Are you familiar with uh, Giovanni Agnelli, who founded Fiat or led the? A little team? bit, but I feel like you would know more than I would. Man, real life Bruce Wayne. That I guy. mean, he yes, I watched the HBO special. About what? I didn't call Agnelli. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, do TV. I'm a millennial. Oh you my know? gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, I've just read articles about him and. Man, yeah. custom suits every mm-hmm. day, real ladies' man. Jumping out of the helicopter into the yes. ocean, yes. all the cars. I know that he yeah. his uh, shirts, his custom shirts were so tight-fitting that his watch wouldn't fit under his shirt sleeve. So he actually wore his watches on top of the shirt. Which became a style. Which became a style. Yeah. 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 Agnelli mm-hmm. was a man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and his sons are just dropouts and weirdos. Well, uh yeah, it got a little tougher to run a massive corporation, but he saved it. I think back in the day, um, you I'm know, sure he did. Uh, working with, you know, the government and, and <laughs> all the stuff that was was happening at the time. And, yeah, um, yeah. Italy's been a tough place for a while. It's it's been it's it's doing okay. It's yeah. doing okay. Uh, was not always on the right winning side of things. Sometimes. What does uh, I know? Fiat actually stands for something in Latin. It does. Um, it's it, not just fix it again, Tony. No, no. It is actually an acronym of Fabrica Italiana Automobili Torino. Thank you for saying that. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna make it. <laughs> I just know that it means let it be done in, in a Latin. Which is actually pretty cool. I think they should advertise it, that more. It is, but is that really what you want to hear when your car is? Oh, just let it be done. Like I, I don't. I don't know. I think is it's it like, like a like, let, let it be, be done. done? I don't know. It's, it's yeah. Okay. You gotta say it biblically. <laughs> I guess, I guess, yeah, I get the Pope to say it. And, yeah, um, so, that's true. I'm sure they could do that. Um, was not, the Fiat 500 was not the first Fiat car. 500, basically. No. Yeah, the Fiat 500 that you're picturing, the cute little guy, yep. Yep. was not the first Fiat 500. No. Technically, the range started in the uh, 30s? Where is it? 36. 1936. Um, super cute little car. If you think it's cute now, oh, man. It's very minimal. Yeah, this car was nicknamed uh, the Little Mouse. Um, Topolino. Topolino. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 1936 to 1955, basically pre-war, and then I'm sure they stopped production for a mm-hmm. little bit, and then immediately post-war. Um, but then it was so old-fashioned at that point, the Italian public wanted something new. But it has, you know, like it, it has fendered-in wheels. You know, this mm-hmm. is a pre-war car. Yep. A little central engine. Little uh, the headlights are on the fenders. Uh huh poking out it's super cute <laughs> uh but it was very very straightforward very simple yes there's no key you used a l- lever to start the car yep 
Um, and I think it was from 1936 to 1955. Yeah. So it was around for a while. That's right. Yeah. But, I so. mean, it paused while they were making warplanes. <laughs> but uh, They still make cars. They yeah, still they make did. cars for some people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was actually the first Fiat 500. Yes. So the cute little car that you know as the 500 uh, back in 1957 when it debuted was called the Nuovo New yes. 500. So back in the day, if you wanted a, a, a little guy, you'd say the new Nuovo 500. That meant the Cinque Cinto. Because even back then, Cinque they wanted something smaller. Correct. And, and then also, what yes. I learned researching this okay. was that the Fiat 600 yes. came first. That I didn't know. Take yeah. me through it. So they had, they had the little Topolino, the first 500, which was pre-war. And then Fiat came out with the 600, which is their new post-war car. It's going to be great. Let's get the Italian people back on the roads. But it must have been too expensive because from the 600, they made it slightly smaller and way more basic. They took out every feature just to make it as cheap as possible. And that was the new 500. Because essentially the French were driving around in what? 2CV? 4CV uh, uh, at 4CV. the time. And then the Beetle was crushing it yeah. in Europe. So uh, you had some pretty so that's basic this, vehicles. Yeah, the 600 was trying to be that with its rear engine layout, but I think it must have just been too expensive. But then the first year the Fiat 500, or the new one, didn't go great. Like the sales were okay, yeah. but it didn't take off like the Beetle. So then the, it got, they added just a teeny bit more luxury in. Just like a couple more features. Like when it first debuted, the 500 didn't have turn signals on the stock. Where were they? They were just the window ones. Did they <laughs> have the, what do they call them? The semaphores? Flags or something? No, semaphore. Old early Beatles had them. Yeah. They correct. would fold down. Yeah. And then they would, yeah. So the yeah. first Fiat 500 didn't have those. And the lights, okay. They were so cheap when they made this. You didn't start the car with the key. You would. Turn the key on to on, turn turn the electrical system mm-hmm. on, and then you would pull a lever, yep. push a lever. You yep. do something with a lever yep. down by your knees because it makes was, sense. It was cheaper for wiring. Yeah, if you 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 save that two feet of wire, that adds up. So that's what and Fiat no did. keys, you're not and stamping out the keys. You would operate the lights not by a, a switch or a column. You would turn the key one more notch, and then your lights would turn on. There you go. Nuts. Yeah. Um, so then the second year, they changed that stuff. You got you got turn signals. The lights were now a switch, and you didn't have to start the car with a lever. And then it took off. Huge. Then it became a became phenomenon. Became an icon. Um, you had uh, just more and more of them made. Yeah. Um, they started how many, going. How many did they make? How many total? I don't have that number in front of me. Three and a half million. Something like that. Today? To the to. Current oh, times? I actually don't know when that number ends. Oh. It might just be the classic ones. Let me w- find out. That would be a lot out. for... Uh, they started making them faster, more luxurious. They yeah. made wagons. They made everything. They made everything. They made panel van versions. Uh, 1958, they introduced a sport version. To get this, 21 horsepower. Yeah, because when it debuted, 13 horsepower. Yeah. Two-cylinder yeah. engine, yep. 13 horsepower. Um, it had a, f- a hard roof instead of the soft top. Um, and then it came, in, and this is when it became such a, a fashion thing where they started doing the two-tone livery color scream, scheme scream. Uh, yeah, cream. I forgot. When it first came out, yeah. only, not convertible, but 
a soft sunroof. Soft top, and you'd get red stripes down the flanks, which started this whole kind of like, Yeah, well, the little... red stripes came with the like little update on the second year or mm-hmm. something. But when mm-hmm. the car first debuted, you didn't get a roof. You got a little oh. convertible panel, and that wasn't for like a feature of the Roman summer. It was just cheaper than doing steel. Yeah. So they just cut the steel out, done. And you can get the wagon version or the estate version, as yeah. they called it. Yeah. Uh, called the Ghiardini, Gardiniera. I should not even pronounce all the Italian I know, words. I know. <laughs> I should do audible in Italian. Uh, stayed in production until 1977. 327 Fiat wagons were made. I've never seen one, but that sounds never. pretty cool. Never. Yeah. 327? Yeah. Three, right, no, 327,000. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I don't know if they came to the U.S. So, so I have a chance of finding one. You do. You you know, that's one thing we'll bring up later. They made so many of these. If you've got your eye out for a classic you can Fiat, get one. you can get one. You can, you get, can one. get one. It's not that bad. No, no. But if you want one of the red fronts, you're going to pay. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> um, then that's when they did the 500L, right? The Lusso. Yep. Uh, 1967. For luxury. Uh, the luxury, which meant your dashboard was covered in, wait for it, black plastic. Instead of bare painted metal. Which ironically would now be less desirable yes. now. We want yes. the metal yes. one. But at the time. But also, um, it had luxurious front and rear bumper guards. <laughs> so you got a little bit of safety. Um, so those are, by this point, 60s and 70s, we're getting a ton of versions of these things. Yep. They're all over the place. So if you Google Fiat 500 versions, there's a million of them. Yep. There is one very special one, though. And that's, is it a Barth or a Barth? Am I going to say this wrong the whole time? I've always said a Barth. A Barth. I think it's a Barth, but anyway. Uh, you know much about a Barth? Anything? Anything? I actually know very little. Uh, As not an Italian car owner, I'm no. let it go. Okay. Uh, the guy's name was Carl Abarth. Sounds very Italian. <laughs> it was Carl with a K. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So um, he was basically, you know, named the company after himself. And his goal was to <laughs> as go, you as you do, uh, was to go faster every day was his motto. Go faster every day. Which yeah, I, was, I like yeah, that. Yeah, you might want to use that for your race team. I like that. Yeah. Or finish a race. That'd be good, too. Hey, um, you want to finish first. First, you So basically what he was doing was taking um, these cars and making them lighter, making putting crazy engines in them to where the point where you couldn't even close um, – like the, re- the, the engine rear. cover. Yeah, yeah. The the tailpipe was a, so it became uh, the the crazy ones. Those are the one, and it's always been a race version. They won a bunch of races, um, and he worked with uh, kind of like the uh, John Cooper works for Mini. This became the hot version of the Fiat Five Hundred. Um, the most famous one is the Six Nine Five SS in nineteen sixty six. Um, that would be the one if you happen to come across. Oh, we're going to talk about of, that later. A lot hint, of money. Hint. A lot of money. Um, and essentially, they kind of look the same. But you got some flared wheel arches, you know, and then the raised engine cover that we talked about. Um, but it was the increase in speed that it came to, wait for it, a whopping 87 miles per hour. <laughs> However, in 1966... 38 horsepower. <laughs> You're moving. You're moving. Uh, they made about 1,000 of them, and this is the weird part. Only 150 are known to exist. Correct. So I don't know but what they're No, I don't think like that's that strange them. because they were race cars, and race cars don't survive. 
They're just after they're competitive. They just get rid of them, make them just, faster. They just yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. not worth keeping around, and they just get junked. Yeah, they go into slower and slower race teams yeah. until they just get thrown away. So I'm not that surprised by that. Um, production numbers. I don't know where I got three million because for the Nuovo Fiat 500, it was about 181,000. I think that might be to present day. Yeah, because they they just hit two million in like 2017 worldwide. So yeah, I'd buy to present day. They've made three million of them, but they're mostly the new ones. But there were uh, hundreds of thousands, two hundred thousand basically, of the old ones. Two hundred. I mean, that's a fair amount. That's funny. I just. I, I mean, just... you don't want to sell in such numbers like the Beetle and no. become ubiquitous. No, no. No, and then the hippies adopt you, and it's no. You don't want that. No, you don't want that. No, is, it's this... always been stylish. It's always been glamorous. Um, glamorous? Yeah, I think it's so. Been stylish. I mean, I it's been glamorous. There's some glamour in the there. The mini I think. sold more. The Beatles sold more. Yeah, but the little Italian sister. I think not doing so well. I think it had the cool, um, uh, scorpion logo. Yeah, which makes yeah, it. Mars did. Do you know why it had the scorpion? No, I actually have no idea. Take a guess. No guesses? The guy got not bit, but stung by a scorpion? Close. It's his, it's his uh, zodiac sign. Oh. Yeah. Does that ruin it for you? So lame. I feel like. Um, uh, and so also. So he had deep opinions about Mercury being in red. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but he did it for three reasons. This is interesting. One, sign of his zodiac. So I feel yeah. like, you know, that's something you would do. <laughs> and it was hard to. Um, Counterfeit. The what? way they designed the original Scorpion okay. made it hard to counterfeit as opposed to just a Lotus or... What? Yeah. Yeah. So... Okay. Yeah. So um, probably the enamel badge was so difficult with that pointed of an icon that you had to be really, really you good You had to it. be... You had I to have the original stamp. Like yeah. Something interesting though, right? So if you ever see an old one... Look at the Scorpion badge, and that's apparently very hard to counterfeit. Mm, okay. And uh, his philosophy was that the Scorpion was small but mean, and that was the okay. ethos Now, behind. I like that better. I okay. like that better. Okay. That was the ethos behind the Scorpion, if you were curious, <laughs> for you brand fans out there, Perfect. both of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so the L was the luxury one. Abarth was the fast one. Yeah. 500 was the basic one. There's a ton of versions. Um, um, there are even Soviet versions. Yes. Do you want to do our Soviet friends, or you want to talk about your Jolly? Uh, ooh, <laughs> I want to talk about both. <laughs> yeah. You take the Soviets. I okay. want the Jolly. All right. The Ruskies um, saw this and said, "Me too." Yeah. You guys might be onto something here. We need something. Obviously, their weather conditions and demand not the same. Not the same. <laughs> not, not the, the same. same. Uh, but rather than licensing, rather than going to Fiat and saying, "Hey," We're both slightly communist countries. Yeah, Let's do this. But nope. But totally different. It was, you know, the Fiat had it's like 565. No, they just ripped it off. And they had a 965. Yeah. Totally different. <laughs> totally different. Uh, the Soviet ZAZ, if you're looking for it. Um, it shared zero parts. No of the parts. 500, but it looks the same. And it looks. Because they just took the style. Essentially the same. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. I want uh, that one more than 500. I looked. Okay. Uh, it was pretty hard to find. I wasn't I, able to find like any sort I of. I bet they're um, all rust. Like, yeah, <laughs> I bet yeah, they're gone. Um, so I, I don't think it was overly adopted. No. But, uh, yeah. So. Okay, the Jolly. I, I take me through your lifestyle. I love this yes, car. Yes, of course you do. Imagine you do. Uh, a vintage Fiat 500. Take away the roof. Great. Take away the rear hatch. 
great. Now take away the doors. <laughs> take away the seats. Put in some wicker seats and put a striped tent, canvas tent, where the roof should be. And you have the perfect beach buggy. And they sold it to the public. And they sold it to the public. Yeah. That is the Fiat 500 Jolly. I love it. I want one so bad. Um, and there is one going up. I'll be really impressed if you made that your choice today. <laughs> I really thought about yeah. it. Yeah. I highly considered it. Um, do I have a sale? This one actually just sold last year at yep. RM Sotheby's. Uh huh. Oh, excuse me. Yes. It'll cost you some coin. $106,000. But I feel like that was feet. a very special one. You can get them for 50 to 60. Oh, that's much was, better. Yeah. There was yeah, something. wicker seats yep. inside. Yep. No doors. Mm-hmm. I love it. Would you get this car as a young internet billionaire or an older retired man? What do you want to do? You're in Monaco or you're on the Riviera driving around. What do you? No, if I'm an old billionaire, I have no sense of humor. Oh, Okay. Everyone in my life is like betrayed you're, me. You're owning Zara or whatever it yeah. is. And People just, are yeah. only my friends for money, and I don't trust anyone. I'm very cynical. I have an S-class. Okay. If I'm a young billionaire and no one has stolen my money yet, yeah. I'm getting a jolly. Okay. I okay. love this car. Okay. I want one. I think I might make all my cars have wicker seats. This is sweet. It's... it's uh, you know that crunching sound when you sit in wicker that uh-huh. just speaks confidence? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I want that. Yeah. I mean, I'm <laughs> sure... Uh, yeah, I'm sure it would be very safe, <laughs> you know, throw the kids in the back. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um, you know, no problems. <laughs> what could go wrong? I love it. Um, we talked about suicide doors. Yes. Um, and talked about numbers of building. I think we're going to go with that 3.8 million or, or somewhere around there. Total roughly. all time. Yes. Um, so oh, there it is. Yeah. 3.8 million during, during its 18, 18 years. years. Yes. So that was, early, so Yeah. So that was. I uh, found that number in our own notes. There you go. Know. Yeah. So what a weird place to look. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do have some interesting world records, Ooh. unless you got something else you want to share. No, sir. Um, much like you would think, uh, the world record that the Fiat holds is held um, by a hairdresser. Uh, I'm I'm already on board. It makes You're, sense. It sounds very Italian. Yep. And you're already thinking. Maybe they're in a convertible. Maybe they had their hair done. Maybe no, no, no. When I was first reading that record, I don't know why, but my first thought was like number of people crammed in the car. Yeah, no, like, no, nope. well, not even close. Or even like somebody getting a haircut while they're driving. Sure, at speed or the whatever. high speed haircut, yeah. something like that. I'm no. sure that's not there. It, it was not that. Uh, it was for the world's hairiest car. <laughs> I couldn't find any pictures. Could you? Uh, no. 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 Uh, 120 kilograms of human hair. Oh. Yep. It Lordy. took 150 hours to finish. See, now that's the part I don't understand. Because I could glue hair all over a car in about three hours. Oh, are you a stylist? I'm not a stylist. No. no. It probably no. would have terrible roots. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I could get I, some crazy glue I, and I could put some hair on a uh, car. 150 hours. How? <laughs> Do you think it, that included hair collection? No. No, because she'd already had it all. But it probably somewhere. meant like the interior, which means that's horrifying to touch that steering wheel. So you, no, you think they put it on the inside? For 150 hours, how else do you spend that time? I, I mean, if you're if you're trying to recreate the outside or, faithfully. Oh, do you think she, it's a she, right? 
Maria, yes. Yes. If she glued or attached, we'll be generous, attached all the hair yeah. and then cut it to like a style. Ooh. Like everything was three feet or whatever. And then she's like, oh, no, the hood should be low, but then the top should be long. I don't know. 150 hours is a long time. But whatever. She got the record. So what am I complaining about? Um, <laughs> the interesting part is that she's done the record in 2010. And 2014. Wait, 2010? I thought this was in the 60s. No, 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 no. This is like a modern person? This is a recent win. I am disgusted. (laughs) (laughs) But Because people had nothing to do in the 60s. What are they doing that now for? But it was was an old old Fiat. This is weird. I do have some pictures. And the hair, like, follows (laughs) the lines lines of the car. (laughs) And it has, like... Without Without showing me, is it a good haircut? Uh, it would be like, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but, um, it's, it's, Try, it's radio. It's got, it's like, um, it's blonde. I'll tell you that. Oh, I did not imagine that. It has, that's a, weirder. It has a stripe, like the stripe the car's always had in brunette and brown. Oh, creepy. Um, and they did do the interior. So a lot oh. of it's braided. Oh. So imagine like a braided like doormat <laughs> with a but of human hair. Horrific. And I'm like and it's on the steering wheel. It's on the steering <laughs> wheel. Uh This is disgusting. And yeah. So it yeah, it's essentially braided is how they do I it. I was weirdly okay with this if it happened in the sixties. Now that I know it happened while I've been alive, yeah. I hate it. <laughs> Well, she won it twice, <laughs> which is what I I am impressed by. I am coming for her crown. Yeah, she can't have it three times. I I mean, I was like, wow, you're 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 doing it. So, um, gross. Yeah. Uh, in addition to being a hairstylist, Maria considers herself a sculptor. Sculptor. Yeah, I'm sure she does. And I'm sure uh, she oversized does. hats made of hair are her specialty. Um. <laughs> okay. Beyond male pattern baldness. Oh no, nuts. I've got I've got some more info here. <laughs> oh, please hang on. Uh, she sourced all hair from India because she explains virgin. No, they ha- they have better hair. European wear European women have fragile hair. Yeah. Well, no, a lot of a lot of wigs. Yeah. And a lot of shall we say aftermarket hair is made from Indian hair because it's mostly virgin hair. It hasn't been uh, bleached or had harsh chemical treatments like perms. Oh, so okay. They call it virgin hair. Uh, this is how you know yes. that I'm married to a stylist. <laughs> yes. I feel like you knew that beforehand. <laughs> yeah. um, but also, um, if you're curious. No one's curious about oh, a hairy car, I, Steve. We have, not left, we have not lost anyone at this point. Uh, giant piece of hair attached to the back Gross. that symbolizes peace and freedom because it resembles a pair of hairy wings. Oh. So it's braided hair in so the shape it's a of mullet. wings. Uh, no, they're wings. Well, it's braided. All right. Um, Maria wants you to know it's 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 very difficult. Don't try it yourself. I, I don't, yeah, of course. Of course the record holder would say you couldn't possibly do this. She said sometimes humans are sickened by human hair unless it's on their head. Yeah. Yeah, Maria. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, and the car is still drivable. And, I mean, um, not by a sane person. She shampoos it, brush it, and trims it. Yeah. So, anyway, that is more than you ever wanted to know about the world record holding Fiat 500 hair car. Oh, gross. Yeah. Um, a much better record. 
is a gentleman in 2007 took a classic Fiat over yes. 21,000 miles, almost 22,000 miles in 99 days. I don't understand this route, but they basically did Australia, Russia, Europe, North America, and back to Australia. Couldn't have been in that order because that doesn't make any sense. But drove around the world, 22,000 miles. Yeah, it's a lot. In a classic Fiat 500. 1969. 1969. Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. In 100 days. Yeah. Around the world in 99 days. Not as cool as 88, but 99. So you're saying we should try. Um, Come on, Steve. I don't know. It'll be like the buddy movie we've been talking about. It, yeah. You and me in a car for 99 days? It'll 98 be, days? Yeah. I'm sorry? I don't, I don't know if... Uh, <laughs> I'm sensing hesitancy from you. I'm trying to think. So let's just say we started <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, what? You got to be back here by a certain day? <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Yeah. Who am I kidding? <laughs> oh, God. We'll take your dog. That, that It'll just got be even fine. sadder. Oh, we're going to put the Dane in the back <laughs> we'll, and take him we'll with us? We'll bring a dog. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, what else do we have? Uh, parking. Yes. Yes. This is another one of your dumb records. That no, there's a lot you. of records here. This is why <laughs> this is, just builds the Fiat 500 legend. Nobody cares. <laughs> Jeez, does your uh, does your little uh, which, mean, which car do you want to pick on? Any of them. Any of them. <laughs> any of them. None of them have a world record. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. No. Uh, parking star British stunt driver Alistair Moffat is uh, currently the holder of the record for Titus Car Pillow Park. Managed to slide his Fiat into a gap, measuring just 7.5 centimeters longer than the Fiat 500C, beating his Chinese rival. There you go. It's important stuff. It's not. When you're at the dealer and you're <laughs> picking out your Fiat 500 and you're like, is it easy to park? And they're going to say yes. Exactly how many centimeters do I need? I'm going to gonna let you have this next one because I think it speaks to your ethos. Listen. And she is also one of your favorites. I have always liked... The Gucci edition Fiat 500. Yes, and why? I ha- I think it looks cool. Is it wasn't because of the commercial? I don't even remember the commercial. <gasps> With J Lo? Oh Lord, no! This is why. Yeah, no. Yeah, she worked on it. She she helped design it. I thought that the Gucci edition looked cool. I don't From like what pretty much any of their car, any of their clothes. Okay, I think they're but tasteless. You this, but I thought the you car think was this cool. Car, um, I don't know. I like the stripe. Okay. I think like the car the brought it together. Yeah. Um, and it was a certain type that bought that car. And then I would always, when I would see one, I'd always look in and be like, yep, that conforms to my stereotype. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Male or female? Female. Female. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but, Gu- it, but Gucci came out with it. Whatever. It was very cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, Gucci's creative director, Frida Giannini. Giannini? So you know better at this than I am. No. No. Um, But yeah, you got uh, Gucci's green and red stripes down the... It was down the top, right? Uh, No, it was down the sides. It was on the side. It was on the sides. sides. And you had some cool wheels. And then ivory and black interiors. The the wheels I loved. Gucci logos. Uh, Gucci logos I could do without. Don't you have those on your BMW now? (laughs) (laughs) Gucci logos I could do without. Um, But otherwise, I thought it was a really cool car. All right. A little special edition. It sold pretty well for them. Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe. I don't think they made very many. I mean, exactly. It had to be limited. Gucci wouldn't agree to like a full trim level. So they probably said, we'll make a couple hundred. Yeah. Bam. Um, I know you're a huge James Bond fan. I actually am. Yeah. Um, and this was almost a Bond car. 
Not not even close. Sort of. Not even close. I to dug far. deep on this one. I dug deep I, on I, this one. I read it and I can see how deep you dug because yes. the nugget of gold at the bottom of this mine shaft is very small. There was a lot of Fiat cars in Italian movies where it was a hero. Yes. Things with like Audrey Hepburn yep. and it was a big deal. Yep. However, it was never really like the hero car, but it wasn't James Bond and it's uh It played an extremely minor role. Minor role. And it but just there got, are no small roles. Not in James only, Bond. Only small actors. And small cars. And it was bumped out of the way in the car scene in Spectre. I don't really remember that happening, but I believe it. I looked it up. It happens. <laughs> I'm not saying it was key to the plot, but I feel like it just slowed down our hero for a second. Well, let's think about it this way. The director chose to put it in there, which makes it key to the plot. I think they were in, in Italy at the time. Yeah, think, but... Yeah. They so. could have skipped a car bumping scene. The director thought it was it needed to be there. I so feel like I'm losing you a little bit on this trivia, so I'm going to get to some good stuff. A <laughs> uh, couple things is uh, Clarkson. Loves Mr. it. Mr. Jeremy Clarkson loves it. The new one. He loves the, the new one. one. But he also he loved the whole Abarth, the whole like, yeah. story about it. Um, basically, he referred to it. It was so cute. It was Tinder with windscreen wipers, which is pretty great. Which I thought was pretty funny. So I was like, okay, because um, someone will someone will come up and talk to you at some point. Someone exactly. will be like, I love your I car. Love that car, and then you have a conversation. Exactly, and things happen, and I yeah. So I was like, oh, because he was he he um, compared it to having a dog at the dog park. Yep, like having a puppy. A very cute dog. This is a very cute car, and I was like, okay. Uh, also, your other spiritual guidance hero, uh, Doug Demiro. Doug Demiro. Oh, I hate him. He says this is the most car, most fun you can have in a small car. He loves it. Loves it. Uh, the A-Barth. Yeah. 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 So, not to have staged Doug. But you're going to. I, I did. I have. Yeah. Uh, the Fiat 500. Yes. Was the first car I ever reviewed as an automotive journalist. Blogger. Blogger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my restaurant was slowly dying. Because I mean, people were dying. It died over. Customers eight. were dying? Or the guy? Yeah. <laughs> no, the okay. business. Okay. Okay. The business was slowly dying okay. over like eight months. It wasn't like a couple weeks and this sucks. It was an eight Your restaurant month. only lasted eight months? Uh, yeah, that's about right. Okay. It okay. was just a really long slog down What was it like? Um, we're not focusing on my food <laughs> business. Adam's like oatmeal and Oreos? Or <laughs> like, what was it? So Come down to Adam's. My soul was being crushed. I need one menu item. For eight? One menu item. Give me one. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Bosnian Shavapi. Totally what I was going to guess first. <laughs> 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 what would I enjoy that with? It had a rotating menu every day, so that was one of the things every, we served. Oh, every day. Every day it changed. Maybe that's why I did It was a work cafe out. at the University of Utah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Not a restaurant per it se. A restaurant. It was a food business. Okay, it was a food area. No, <laughs> you're, <laughs> in right, food court. you're in the it food court. You're in the food court. You're in the food court. Really poorly. Adam's food court. I was the okay. entire food court. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to you. Go it ahead. was going poorly. Okay, so and you I failed. needed some yeah. like creative outlet. And okay. I vaguely liked cars. I'm like, all right, I, I okay. think I would like to do that. Okay. So the Fiat 500 had just come out. It okay. was like the it car. Everyone was talking about it, but nobody owned one yet. Okay. I just went to a dealer yeah. and said, hey, I'm a car reviewer. Can I test drive it? And they said yes and threw me the keys and said, come back within a half hour. And I said, that sounds great. And I just drove around and I wrote up uh, probably 500, 750 words. Okay. Sent it to a prominent blog slash website. Okay. That shall remain unnamed. 
uh, and they actually published it. My first thing I ever wrote. Uh, I remember the review from the head of that website being, this actually isn't bad, which is as close to a compliment as I ever got. Yeah. Um, and they published it. Uh, they paid me zero, which was Okay. Fantastic. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was the start of my automotive career. The Fiat 500 holds a very special place in my Was life. it an Abarth that you drove? or was It just it, a... well, didn't exist yet. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It was okay. just, just the three the... levels, the Sport, the Pop. And the L? No, the L wasn't out I don't yet. think the L. Uh, but yeah, three, was, yeah. three trim levels, no Abarth yet, no Cabrio yet. Have you ever driven a Jolly? I have never no. driven a Jolly. Okay. Okay. If I, I wouldn't be here. If I drove a Jolly, my life Things would be going a lot better. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. I got gotcha. you. Um, well, speaking of things going better, two things. Um, it came with a built-in espresso machine in a couple of the versions. Kind of. Sort of. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. I, they tried. I really checked your work on this one. I know. I, I read I your know. notes, and I, I was immediately like, Steve, Sounds what shady. BuzzFeed shady. article did you fall for? But it is, a, it, it's, it's true. true. It is true. Yes. It never came to America. No, of course not. This was European only. Yeah. Um, it was in the 500L, so the SUV version. But Well, they need a lot of space the, yeah, for the foamer and stuff. The Lavazza Coffee Company mm-hmm. created a tiny espresso machine you could select as an option. Mm-hmm. And I think it lived between the seats, right? Between the front seats? I'm not entirely sure because I didn't. I, I got. Didn't, yeah. I found you, you went pretty of deep it. on that yeah, one. Yeah, okay. it's basically. I think it replaces your center console. Uh, oh, okay. Your, like armrest, and it's a freaking espresso. Does machine. it work on little pods? Like yeah, normal? exactly, okay. exactly. Okay. Where's the water coming from? You have to fill it. Basically, okay. it's like a reservoir. So okay. maybe once a day or once a week, okay. you fill it, and then you have espresso in your car. It's incredibly dangerous, and I love it. I think I don't know. I think that's something that needs to be brought back. I thought you got bamboozled on, nope. but that really uh-huh. happened. Uh-huh. That really happened in the. I do get my information now. from BuzzFeed though, if you must know. Uh, <laughs> that and what is it? The dodo, whatever it is, with the animals. And oh, the, yeah. I hate that website. Oh my god. Yeah, um, so that's where I get all my all my info. There's also a very very fancy version. If you want to talk about the diamonds, I edition. feel like this is the Adam version, and you want to take this. Like <laughs> I, I I found the espresso. I've been finding some really weird stuff. So. Uh, the version was called La Dolce Vita Golden Diamonds. Very catchy. Uh, it was made by an Italian tuning firm, i.e. some guy in a warehouse in Italy. Yes. He calls himself a tuning firm for a Chinese businessman. Mm. And his 500, Sounds legit. 500C is 500 convertible. Yeah. He basically, uh, the interior and exterior were covered with 24 karat gold. Yes. Uh, of course, a banging stereo system. Uh, and had 24 karat gold designer iPad. Mm-hmm. The seats were sewn with precious metals, and there was a golden dashboard. Mm-hmm. So, out of all those things, are you going iPad designer iPad, or do you want your espresso? Espresso. Yeah, over a gold iPad. There's no such thing as a designer iPad. There's just an iPad that someone put gold leaf on. Okay. An espresso machine actually took some engineering. Yeah, but okay, <laughs> okay. All right, all right. We know it's been in James Bond. What yes. else has the Fiat 500 been in? Uh, it's been in a fair amount, of course, of Italian films, none of which sure. I can understand. Sure. Um, so if have that's you, your jam. Have you tried? N- understanding? Yeah. No, I'm not that way. I know I know most of your foreign films come from Bollywood. I know that. Yes, but of course. I thought maybe you would dive into All the good stuff's cinema. there. All the good it's, stuff's there. It's yeah. true. It's yeah. true. Uh, it was in Cars 2. I know you love a good Pixar film. I've never seen any of the Cars movies. What? Yep. Oh. It's kind of my shame that I just broadcast to all of our listeners. I mean, not. Re- I mean, they are for children. It's a children's They're movie. They're for children. They're for children. I get that. But yeah. as a yeah. car person, 
I uh, like I watch them. They were but. kind of a big deal when it came out, and yeah. then it got weird with Laster, the whole Me Too, blah blah, and weirdness yep. and whatever. Yeah. So. Uh, Identity Thief. Don't know it. Uh, with um, <laughs> who? I, I can't believe I just blanked on this. Uh, Melissa Eckhart. No. Etheridge. No. Uh, Ethel, Jesus, no. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, she was in like a spy movie. But anyway, uh, Rum Diary was, I think, uh, the who's the famous Gonzo journalist. Oh, it's Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, I think that's what that was about. Yeah, the Rum, Rum, Di- Rum Diary. Um, Detective School Dropouts. Not a good film, but I just love the title, <laughs> and it featured featured a Fiat 500. And, of course, case. James Bond Spectre. Yeah, yeah, huge. Didn't get any credits. It was, a, it was an uncredited <laughs> appearance. Uncredited. Um, YouTube, real quick. Uh, world's fastest 500, 15 million views. 15 million? million. Uh, 1970 Fiat 500 that went a hun- nearly 140 miles an hour. Ooh, I can beat that. In a Fiat? Yeah, let's beat it. I would do the. That's uh, terrifying. I would do the ninety-nine days in a car with you before I do that. Really? Yeah. You would take slow, agonizing pain for a hundred days, rather I than think an hour of terror. Only because I think I could break you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're almost there on yeah, this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think if right. I can do it in an hour in Venice, I can do it. Yeah. Uh, advertising. Couple advertising notes. J Lo, uh, you already brought up. J Lo, my dreamy. favorite. Yep. She's from the block, man. She's. I don't know what your problem is. I don't know if I shared that quote with you earlier she from keeps her. It, she keeps it real. No, you had not. They're just streets to her, to us, but to me, they are a playground. Oh, yeah. Someone yeah. wrote that for her. Oh, don't worry. So good. Don't so worry. good. Um, they did a great partnership with Godzilla when the movie came out many okay. years ago when they uh, launched the car. Yep. Actually, like, better than the movie, I think. <laughs> and there's a great line in there of they say, oh, he's craving Italian, which I thought was funny. Made me laugh at the time. But it was late when I was researching. <laughs> and we cannot forget, again, I feel like I'm going through a who's who of your heroes. Yes. Charlie Sheen this is true. did the commercial for the launch of the Fiat 500 Abarth in 2018. Yeah. Do you remember what it was? Nope. He was under house arrest at the time. Okay. So he did a commercial inside of a house with complete with his <laughs> uh, leg bracelet on. <laughs> and the idea was it was small and exciting. Yeah. And it could, you can fit anywhere. And he drove it inside of his house. <laughs> That's uh, pretty good. Yeah, it's 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 funny to watch it now. See, how can you not like a guy that doesn't take himself too seriously? Yeah. Well, he probably got a massive paycheck. <laughs> That's I true. hope so. Anyway, um, yeah. lots of famous owners actually. Which uh, yeah. I kind of believe. Uh, are, of course, our Jennifer Lopez. I.e., she got one for free for doing the commercial. Oh, come on, come commercials. on. It's cute. It's stylish. Uh, Charlie Sheen, same deal. He got a free one. Uh, Jody Kidd. Mm-hmm. Legit. Yeah. 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 Um, and you're forgetting Leno. I always skip Leno because Leno doesn't count. We've talked about this. Michael Schumacher. Michael Schumacher definitely counts. Yes. Keith Urban. Your hero. Yes. And I heard you listen to his music oh on the God. way in. Yeah. Mila Kunis. Yeah. Come on. Sure. Sure. Adam Savage from Mythbusters. Yeah, whatever. What? That doesn't do anything for me. Clint Eastwood. Now that was a surprise. Yeah. Uh, Clint uh, Eastwood was a surprise. Yep. Yeah. It's got to be a classic one. Had to be. Um, I believe so. And of course Charlie Sheen. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it was yeah, I think it was from like the 60s or 70s yeah. when he was driving. It's like a yeah. joke. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Could have been. Could have been. I got some ads though, real quick. Cuz we've seen a few of Clint Eastwood's cars on this show yep. and they're mostly American muscle. 
No, he's he's been a Ferrari client from day one. Okay, but he's okay. all right. Fine, whatever. I'm just day one. Get yeah. Out oh, here. he does one Grand Torino movie, and he's like, "Oh, American <laughs> Muscle." Yeah, get off my lawn. No, no. He had Ferraris. That's what he wanted. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. A uh, couple quick ads. Some headlines. Uh, cost more to park than drive. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. It says what it needs to say. Um, what else do we have? That was probably the best one. <laughs> uh, usually it just focused on, yeah, being small and cheap. Um, I was hoping I was going to get some more, like, sexist Italian fun ones. Yeah, I bet. And it was basically, like, um, he wanted the spider, she wanted the Fiat. You know, that type of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nothing, nothing groundbreaking that you'd be like, oh, that's pretty funny. Um, and then the newer stuff wasn't really any better. So, yeah, uh, there was uh, life's too short to wear a boring car. Wear a boring oh, car. All right. It's small. You get it? No, I, no, I not get a board. It. It's just I mean, not good. Uh, individuality has no catwalk. Complicated. Yeah. Complicated. Yeah. It's a mashup of different concepts. Dedicated no. follower of nothing. I feel like these are coming. That these, one kind of makes sense. Okay. Okay. It's All not right. great. No, I'll end on that one then. Okay. I'll end on that one. Finally. Yes. After 97 minutes. Oh, my God. It feels longer. What do you think the best Fiat 500 of all time is? Well, um, not because I drive it. It is because you drive it. Okay. It's the only reason you picked that. Because uh, there's clearly better versions. There are, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay loyal to the I to think, the ethos of this. I think you have to of this uh, podcast. It's you t- own it, so you got it. It's a 2017 Abarth in black. Black. Your interior is red. Black. That's a lot of black. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's got red stripes on it. All right. It does yeah. have red stripes on the outside, but a black interior. Yeah. What were you thinking? Uh, it just it's black on black. It's, it's just, just somber it looks, like your life. You are wearing a black shirt and a black undershirt. Yes. Yeah. So and the lining just, of your coat, although your coat is blue, the lining is black. Are black you, is the way to go. Are you from the Matrix? Essentially. Okay. Essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell me why yours is the best, other than that you own it and somehow your fat belly gets inside. Oh my god. Well, first of all, size. You can fit in it. It looks small, but it holds a Great Dane and a. Plus size gentleman as well. <laughs> so uh, there's that. Um, it sounds awesome. Yes. Uh, the yes, Abarth is designed in Europe. So you get the European version of it underneath. So the handling okay. is awesome. It is. Whatever. And I know no, this. No, I do like it. I do like the Abarth a lot. The, the handling is great. is great. It sounds great. It comes with a manual. Great. Which is yep. cool. Is yours a manual? Uh, yes. Well, I'm actually uh-huh. surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, it's got all the cool logos on it. Yes. I mean, a lot of Scorpion badges. <laughs> like, there's a lot on yeah. there. There's no confusion. No. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just it's exactly what a small little compact sporty car should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you and adults can fit in it because it's tall. Yeah. Mini you cannot fit. I like your car. I always have. Yeah. I do like a tuned and, like, customized Abarth, modern Abarth. I think they look cool. If you like do stuff to them, yeah, yeah. There's not, there's not. I mean, you can do a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. It's not. It's it's already the engine's already been tweaked beyond. Yeah, but put some wheels on it, lower it a teeny amount. There are some body kit stuff you can do to it, but not a ton. But But that's not what you're going with. That's not what I'm going with. No, No, I'm just saying I do actually like your car. Okay. 
It's not the best one in the world. No, of course not. And you automatically lose. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. Keep going. This, this podcast is going to be like two days. Wait, uh, no, the best Fiat 500 of all time is not a Fiat 500. It is technically an Abarth 695SS, which is a Fiat 500 underneath, but then taken to race school. So the original 500 had 17 horsepower, 13 horsepower, whatever. Not so, a lot. So under 20. Under 20. Yeah. Well yeah. under 20. Yes. Uh, my 1971 Abarth has 38. While not a lot. Very light car. It is more than double the original amount you yes. got with the car. Yes. Um, you lost some stuff, though. It lost a lot of stuff. Yeah. But yeah. really, you only need to know one thing about my car is it's a classic-looking Fiat, and the engine was producing so much power that if you shut the rear engine cover, the trunk, the engine would overheat. So their solution was to not cool the engine better. It was just to stick the trunk open and leave it like that from the factory. Permanently fixed. Permanently fixed yes. up. That was their solution. And that's, never, there you go. Yeah. There's your car. There. Done. It's the best one ever. <laughs> it's so Italian. I think it retains. The great thing about the Abarth is it's re- retain the like craziness. Yes. So even the modern one, even though it's. You it know, is irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah, your it, car is so loud for yeah. what it is. For, for the tiniest little, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. comes by and you're like, what? Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. I'll, and it shouldn't I'll completely be, agree yeah. with that. So I think that's what I, I will like it over the Mini. So or, a Barth is basically the the Italian Dodge. It's just ludicrously irresponsible, and that's why you buy it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So in the 1971, a Barth 695 SASA is the best Fiat 500 of all time. Okay. You're not going to find one. What's that going to send me back? There's yet you, you you don't. There just, are about 150, maybe 100 left okay. in the world. Okay. And I can't find any that have traded hands. Have you? There's is, one coming up this year at Amelia. Okay. But it's not. Can we guess? There's not even a suggested or a starting no. bid. No. It's going to be a lot. Are we in millions for these things? No, you're no. in. Because you can get a replica for a shockingly okay. low 20 grand. Okay. So a real one's got to be hundred. I don't know something like that. It's not gonna be. I mean, yeah, it's not gonna be crazy. But categories, I topics. Yes, impact of the Fiat Five Hundred on the car industry. Simple. This is one of the first city-only cars. Uh, for Italy, for Fiat, maybe. No, I'm just saying. Is it for Fiddly or Fiddly? Because <laughs> the Beetle wasn't necessarily city-only. The Two CV was explicitly for the countryside. Yep. And I don't think the mini was out yet. No, but the for for Italy for coming back after the war. Yeah, this was a huge thing. Oh, that's what you're saying. Yes, it's also you know for Fiat made them correct. Uh, created the personality of the brand as you know. This was today. their hit. They had this other cars. They had the Topolino. They huge, had the 600. Huge impact. But with the 500, they finally got their legs under them mm-hmm. and became the car company you know. Huge impact on the car industry. Yeah. Um, also, they made a ton of them. Yes. So mass producing these things. Um, and popular culture, of course, it was in every Italian movie. It became yes. the... Yes. What, how do we say it? Cinquecento? Is that right? Cinquecento, yeah. Okay. Was all anybody ever talked about. If you want your movie to look like it's in Italy, you need two things. Yeah. You can you can film it in Burbank. I don't care. Yeah. But if you have a Vespa and a 500, yeah. done. You're in done. Rome. Exactly. Doesn't matter. You already, yeah. Passed by a target. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Popular perception versus reality. I think the perception is that it's uh, slowish, fun, 
a little city car. I think that's mostly true. It's mostly true. Um, I get the impression that the the perception is it's a it's an Italian mini, which I don't think is true. The mini is a little sportier. Meanwhile, the Fiat Five Hundred is a little more delicate. Yeah, but it's the the mini has become boring. I'm not talking modern. I'm talking '60s. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was definitely a city car only. It wasn't going to be a race car. They weren't no. going to rally that thing anytime no. soon. No, no, no. Um, so it's quite a bit different from the Mini nowadays. Uh, yeah. I've always loved the modern 500, and I've always hated the modern Mini. Yeah, there's. I don't know what it is about it, but I think the fact that BMW made it just like, well, that's a cash grab because it's a three series. But Fiat still yeah. makes the 500. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, it's just the same car. Yeah, I love that thing. Yeah. Uh, future classic. Yes. Yours. Mine. Okay. Yes. I think so. I I mean, it's holding its value. I can tell you that. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yours. I literally found that out yesterday. <laughs> so. I think yours is a future classic. Um, and mine already is unobtainable. They're already not making it. They've already yeah, stopped making true. it. When did that happen? Uh, like you a know? year or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. So they're making it in Europe, we, but not here. Are we going electric? What's going on? Uh, I don't know. Or just it all might, SUVs just, now with the 500L. Just, yeah. That's There's a bummer, no man. Yeah. Could it have been made by another brand? Yes, it was made by two, Volkswagen yes. and Mini. Yeah. Or Austin. Uh, are those better? Yes. Un, un, what? Unassailably. <laughs> you think the Mini and the Beetle the, are better than the Fiat? The Beetle's very different, but the Mini is better in all ways. The yeah. Mini is a better car. It's probably every more reliable, category. I guess. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, because it was still the style thing. It had all that. All the all the it had all the all yeah. the five hundred has. Is I wonder style. if it was cheaper. Was the Fiat cheaper? I feel like it was. I can't answer. I Maybe. don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, Does it live up to its advertisements? Is it confusingly Italian? Yes. Doesn't have turn signals. It's cheap as chips. It's fun. <laughs> and that's what all the ads were about. Yes. Um, and they're still playing up the fashion thing. So oh, yeah. This this I want to spend the next half hour on. Okay. Hit me. Complaints about your car. Uh, mine specifically. I mean, your twenty seventeen. Yes. There's some oil consumption. <clears throat> it does that's drink bad. a lot of oil, like a lot of oil. That means your engine's ruined. Steve. No, <laughs> no, that's just by you. You. That's what they say. They like it. Just drinks a lot of oil. It's lubricating. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the reasoning for it is, but they're just known for drinking. Does a ton your dealer of oil. not just want to deal with you? Where are you getting? This? No, I. You know what? Engines shouldn't consume oil unless uh, they're rotary. Well, this one does. This one does. <laughs> oh my so it drinks a fair amount of oil, um, and it is. It is loud for being so small. No, but I like that part. Which I know, but but it can be a little obnoxious sometimes when you don't. The want number it to of be. times I've heard something exotic coming down the street, yeah. and I look, yeah, and it's the loudest noise, and this teeny little yeah, 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 goes yeah, by. Yeah. I'm like, so oh, it's a little bit of that. Um, the seating position, fairly horrible. It's <laughs> it's uh, the pedals are slightly off to the right. Perfect. <laughs> Um, the, it's just, it's, it's very upright. Yeah. Sit very upright because they wanted to make space. Um, what else? Uh, not a lot of features. You're getting pretty, you know. No, it like, was pretty bare bones. In 2018, you got Tom Tom as your navigation. <laughs> I didn't even know that still existed. Yeah, I, exactly. I have Tom Tom in my car right now if I want to use it. I don't know if you remember what that looks like, but a uh, little out of date on that. Um, what else? Those will probably be the main things. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, complaints about my car is pretty much a race car. Yeah. 
and the rear trunk. Although I think that you that, can't find. That's the coolest yeah. feature is that the trunk doesn't come down to cover the engine. But that was also a complaint. Like, come on. Give like, just make cooling. it work. Or cut, yeah. a, cut a hole in yeah, the thing. Yeah, give me some ducting. Yeah. No, yeah. just prop yeah. the hood open with some yeah. steel rods. But it, it was pretty cool. Um, now, this is the easiest thing for you to answer. Yes. Where do you drive your car? And what does the owner do for a living? Uh, well, you eat potato chips and you and drive to the store to buy and, potato yeah, chips. Exactly, and ice cream. yeah. Um, it's, it's, you're going to hate that. It's fun in the canyons. Not going to lie. I believe that. It's a lot of fun. Have you driven the Fiat C, the convertible, the new one? The no. The convertible? I've driven the, uh, when I was getting the, I drove the Fiat soft top, um, Abarth. Yeah. Okay. And so same, same. Yeah, yeah. You can't see out the rear. No. I am, when I. And also when the top is down. Yeah. It feels a little on the unsafe side. Oh, I didn't get that. Like, I, it's so open that you're like... Oh, I was okay with that. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's just two rails on either side yeah. of your head, basically. Yeah. And I was like... But when mm. the top is down, because it folds down to the rear, as most do, um, it basically takes up the entire spot where your rearview mirror looks back. You cannot see behind you. Even if you turn your head around, you can't see what's happening behind you other than the wing-mounted mirror. Was this the... Um, this is the recent one? Yeah, this is the new generation. When it first came out, the 500C, I drove it on some press release, and I was shocked that it was even legal to release. You can't see behind you other than, wow. your, your, than okay. your door mirrors. I, I talked to every journalist there, and they're like, oh, yeah, you can't see anything. It's crazy. Uh, but, yeah. Um, so if you have an Abarth 695, where do you drive this car? You only drive it to the racetrack for his Uh Yeah. You yeah. only drive it at Historics. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you bought the car new, you only drive it at a racetrack, um, even though it was available to the public. And what does the owner do for a living? Uh, you're definitely retired if you have one of these. You could be a young, young multi-billionaire. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. You could yeah. be a tech billionaire. Um, but it is a very uh, – I'm trying to think. It's a very advertising car. You could work in advertising and drive a little Fiat. Yeah. Or work at Motor Trend and drive a Fiat up Barth. Yeah. Kind of. It's like parks next to the Subaru with the big wing on it. <laughs> you know, you're getting all that stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah. I already know what you're thinking. Um, what's the second car in your garage? Well, for Steve, it's a Ferrari. But um, a broken one. What? No. <laughs> I believe my car is in fine fettel compared to yours <laughs> at the moment. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Like, what would... I mean, that's not the standard pairing no it is not i think i think they'd mm, would they stay italian no i don't think people no care. no 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 i, I think, think you have a crv care. interesting i think you have a, a japanese small suv i think i'd go a little bigger i'd go like highlander there's no way you're getting a mid-size suv and a tiny little Italian. yeah because that's your little fun hatchback i think you want all small cars because you just believe in that ethos it's yes like, okay. exactly okay Okay. No, it's easier to park. And okay. It's better okay. And I don't like big cars. No, okay. I think that's what it is. All right. Rav four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Um, second car in my garage is a C class, or a Maybach. <laughs> Probably a Maybach. Probably. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> your car has has ten cars, or your garage has ten cars. Uh, you don't get to answer this question. Would you trade your current vehicle for this car? So I will go. Yeah. Would I trade the BMW for a Fiat 500 race car? I think the answer is yes. Of course it is, yes. Yeah, I think it is, actually. You would trade it just to have it for like a week. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would trade my car. I oh. mean, 
we couldn't even find one of these. No. Right? Like no, they're unavailable. Ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> um, okay, you. I want your honest opinion. Okay, you've driven both. You live with one of them. Yes. Would you rather have your car now or a brand new Chevy Spark? No Spark. I'm staying. I'm no, staying. you're not. Yes, you've I am. been tempted. You said you liked it. Yeah. No, I like this. I don't mind the Spark, but not for that. Also, I would, I'm not frankly, I think you would pocket some cash. Would you not right now? Yeah. If you sold your car I mean, yeah. and then. Went to yeah. a Chevy dealer, God rest your soul. Yeah, and, and just, just a Chevy pick, Spark. Just be like, give me the best Spark you got here. <laughs> the best yeah, Spark yeah, you got, yeah. Tommy. I want the one in the showroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you yeah. make money. You get the car you love, the Chevy Spark. Yeah. No. No. Not interested. No. I, that little Fiat's awesome. I love. Right. I I will literally. I will just get another one of those after this. Okay. Like when there's too many miles on it, I'll just get another one. I'll find another 2018 or yeah. something. Yeah. 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 Okay. Totally. That's it. Yeah. Um, you'd be out of your gourd if you took a Chevy Spark over an up bar of 695. You'd yeah. be crazy. Yeah. So don't do it. No. Um, that's it. Final uh, final closing argument. Uh, you want to get a 2017 because you're never going to drive. A, what, we, we can't even find one. You can't even this, find so, mine. So that's why. First of all, yeah, you'd be walking is what you'd be doing. Uh, it's fun. It's modern. It has great heritage. It has racing heritage. It comes in a stick shift. It makes a great noise. Uh, fun to drive. You can modify it beyond insanity to whatever you want. Uh, maintenance, I can tell you from experience, is minimal. Uh, there's a great support system for it. Um, oh, and I would probably lose cars and coffee to you. Without a doubt. Yeah. 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 That's why we didn't even go But that. we've figured out that the true winner of Cars and Coffee would be the Jolly with the wicker seats yes. and the canvas top. Yes. You'd win any yeah. Cars and Coffee yeah. with that. Yeah. So uh, both of us are losing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the Fiat is fun. What's great about the Fiat is that it's fun with, you know, super car dorks at Cars and Coffee, but also everybody else. That it kind of just fits in everywhere. You can take it. And so this is the one you want. Adam's going to try and convince you otherwise of some car he's never seen that anyone's ever seen. What is Wands? Doesn't he have is a, a repro or what? It's a uh, 600. Okay. A Barth. Okay. So it's not even. Not the same. It's a different okay. thing. Okay. But it's sweet. Um. All right. Uh. Finish up with our the wrong choice. Uh. All right. Here's the deal. Was it available in the U.S. at least? No. No. Lord, no. no. Are okay. you kidding okay. me? Yeah. Um, okay. Listen. Steve automatically loses because he had to pick his own car. It's not even the best modern Fiat 500. The best modern Fiat 500 is called the same thing as mine, the Abarth 695 SASA. They made a modern version of mine. It's much better than yours, but fine. But Let's look it, is it mine, in the U.S.? You're, no. No. no okay. <laughs> it's not. Okay. But that one is the best modern one. But more to the point, Steve talked about heritage. His car has heritage because of my car. My car is the most well, yeah, valuable. Older. Hey, closing arguments. You don't get to interrupt. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, of course, there's more heritage. Mine is incredibly rare. Mine is such a quirky Italian race car. It has the hood stuck up. That's all you need to know. When you see this car, it is nuts, and it is definitely the best Fiat 500 that's ever been. We skipped over a question. Good guy car, bad guy car. We did skip over a question. Uh, it's actually split. The Fiat 500 is a good guy car. The Fiat 500 Abarth, any generation, is a bad person car. I'm a bad person car? You're a bad person, Steve. 
Wow. And on that bombshell, that's, we'll that's, end it. That's a lot to end on. Okay. All right. <laughs> to all my bad friends out there. Uh, I always thought it was cheap and cheery, but okay. The Scorpion, I guess, is not fun. Yeah. It's black on black yeah, with Scorpion. red stripes. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. an evil car. All right. Fine. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for joining me. today. And you might have won this one. I don't know. All right. See you next time, everyone. Bye. Bye.